G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Foundations. And then Jesus comes along. And he's different from all of them. He was uncompromising with regard to the law, but he was thoroughly dismissive of the traditions that had bloated Judaism at that point. Foundations. Understanding the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. With Robbo Robinson and Mandy Warby. In our last program, we looked at a couple of issues the two Judaistic schools of thought at the time of Jesus. We looked at Jesus' scathing description of the teaching and behavior of the religious leaders. And then we were shocked to hear Jesus actually instruct the crowds and his disciples to listen to those leaders and do what they say. It's a head-scratching moment, Mm. as you said last time. You just go, okay, I don't get it. Do we or don't we? (laughs) Again, we opened with a passage from John 5 where Jesus was basically telling the religious leaders, listen, Everything the scripture has said about the Messiah and what he would do, I've done it all. Mm. You spend your time in the scriptures, but then you're ignoring everything that's right in front of your mm. eyes. And I'm telling you this because I want you to be saved. Yeah. So he really did have a heart of love and, and compassion for these people. But because of their role as leaders and teachers of the people, there's a high accountability for that. Mm. And he was holding them accountable and he's saying, you guys are basically rotten to the core in in all things because you can see it, you're studying it, but you're ignoring it and you're adding all this other junk to it. And again, as you said, we learned about these two Judaistic interpretations, the house of Hillel, the house of Shammai, with Hillel having a liberal view and Shammai having the rigid, uncompromising view. And the Jewish world fell into one of those two views, both in agreement that the the Messiah was going to come and and that everything would come under the Shammai worldview because Mashiach, Messiah, would make it possible to live rigidly. Mm. Okay, But until then, until Messiah made it easy for everybody to meet all of the rules, well, this is where their views divided. Some yeah. said, look, we, we can't keep all of these rules, so we're just going to be a little more compassionate with mm-hmm. ourselves until he comes and fixes everything. Yeah. And the others go, no, 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 we've got to be really mm-hmm. strict. So the poor masses, all the poor people, they're all sort of caught between these struggles. And then Jesus comes along, and he's different from all of them. He was uncompromising with regard to the law, but he was thoroughly dismissive of the traditions that had bloated Judaism at that point. Uh, He performed miracles, he healed people, he raised the dead, he hung out with commoners, he forgave prostitutes, he welcomed zealots and tax collectors into his inner circle. I mean, he was a conundrum of the highest order. (laughs) That's right. He really, really was. Yeah, he was. And of course, he exposed this religious hypocrisy, false teaching and corruption of the religious leaders. And then, talking about the conundrums, he said in Matthew 23, Verse 1, he spoke to the crowds and to his disciples saying, The scribes and the Pharisees have seated themselves in the chair of Moses. Therefore, all that they tell you, do and observe. <laughs> and that's another conundrum all in itself. <laughs> it is, because Jesus, here he is saying that he wanted the people to obey the religious leaders. Which particular viewpoint did he mean? Was it the house of Hillel or the house of Shammai? Mm. They're polar opposites. And yet 
He didn't say which. And after all the criticism that he levelled at him, as we said before, why would you want them to, to follow what they said? Mm. But there is a little extra here that well, we didn't right. say. We didn't read the full verse there in verse no, three. How terrible of us. <laughs> <laughs> Which maybe helps to answer some of the question. It goes on to say, but don't do according to their deeds, for they say things and don't do them. Exactly. So that's really important to you know, pick up on that. Something else I want to ask you about, it says there in the chair of Moses in verse 3, you know, they seated themselves in the chair of Moses. What's yeah. that about? Do you understand? Because you've been to Israel, so you might know a bit more of that. I have actually. I, I used to always think that what it was talking about was that they were speaking in the authority of Moses because God gave Moses the law. So when the teachers of the law taught the law, they were speaking basically in the place of Moses. Some translations say they were sitting, uh, they sit in Moses' seat or in the seat of Moses. This one says the chair of Moses. When I was in Israel a number of years ago, Ian and I on our own, and then again with a group one time, we visited the ancient ruins of the city of Chorazin. And it's on the Sea of Galilee, the north side. The ruins have been partially excavated. It was a pretty good site, I might add. Um, I hope they'll extend them one day. There's the ruins of the synagogue there. And it's really special because inside this particular synagogue, there is a replica, the originals in the Israel Museum, of what is called Moses' seat or the seat of Moses. And you know that it's the seat of Moses because it has an inscription on it <laughs> that actually says Moses' seat, okay. the seat so it's of a bit Moses. like the director's chair with director on the back it, of it. Exactly. <laughs> and so I, it was suddenly brought home to us it's not talking about a theoretical position. Mm. It's talking about an actual seat oh, that right. was in all synagogues. So Moses' seat, again, is this place where the religious leaders would sit and hold the Torah, the law of God, and from there they would read. They would read out portions of the Torah. Okay. And so, again, the law was given to Moses by God. Moses, in turn, wrote it down inspired by the Holy Spirit, all that he wrote, so the people could hear what God wanted from them. So when the scribes and Pharisees sat in Moses' seat on Shabbat or any other particular, you know, important feast, festival, whatever, they would read aloud Moses' words given to him by God, just Moses' words, mm. not all the additions, no amendments, no addendums, no clauses, no yeah. traditions, just Moses' words. That's cool. So the religious leaders, they would read Moses' words and the people would hear Moses' words and mm. that's what they were supposed to live by. And so obviously yeah, that's what Jesus is saying to the yeah. crowds when they read the Bible, listen to them. But then he goes on obviously to say, but don't do according to their deeds yeah. for they say things and don't do them. That makes a whole lot more sense. It, it doesn't, it make, doesn't a little bit of culture, mm. a, a little bit of background, a little bit of historical context, even the furniture, makes such a, a lot of difference yeah. to understand something. And again, it, 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 Jesus was basically saying to the, the people, when it comes to the religious leaders and what they say and do, they're saying, do as I say, not as I do. Yeah. And Jesus is saying, ignore everything that they, they do and say, mm. just listen to the words of Moses when they're reading them out yeah. from that place in the synagogue. I mean, the religious leaders, they, they truly were hypocrites. They could twist and contort the law. They could add their own traditions and rituals and man-made rules to allow themselves all sorts of exemptions, I might add. It mm. applied to everybody else, but not to them. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Demanding unreasonable and ridiculous obedience from the masses. I mean, it's probably cheeky to say it, but they're very much like politicians, you know, throughout <laughs> yeah. history, today yeah. especially. But do as I say, not as I do. Yeah. And, and all the stuff that applies to you, it 
you know, it doesn't apply to me. I mean, obviously Jesus uses that word hypocrite a fair bit in this passage. Yep. We understand from you know, the Greek, the hypocrite was uh, basically an actor. They were The Greek word hypocritos uh, means an actor or a stage player. So it's someone that's actually putting on an act or, or wearing a mask. Absolutely. Hypocritos actually means an interpreter from underneath. Okay, so what does that mean then? All right. Greek actors in theatre productions, they wore large masks to cover their faces, but they would mark them and identify who their character was that they were playing. So their performance came from underneath the mask, not as themselves, as I said, but as the character denoted by the mask that they were wearing. And over time, the word took on an extended meaning to refer to anybody wearing a mask, whether it was real or figurative, someone just pretending to be someone or something other than themselves. Mm. They were faking it. Yeah, basically, that's right. You know, it's not it's not me. I'm pretending to be something else completely. Mm. And so you can see Jesus really exposing the religious leaders wearing these masks of piety, pretending to be so righteous and God honoring, yeah. and yet they were frauds. They were just basically making it up. Yeah, their lives and their words, their traditions, their rules, they they had no value, and they should have been dismissed outright. Which is exactly what Jesus was mm. telling them to do. But when they sat in Moses' seat and they read God's word. That's when they were supposed to listen and obey. Well, that brings today's program to a close. But a reminder, you can listen back to today's episode and others via the free Vision app. If you don't already have it on your device, just search Vision Christian Media on your app store to download it. You can also listen again on our website. Just go to vision.org.au forward slash foundations. We look forward to you joining us again next time as we continue to unpack the Jewish cultural, historical and spiritual context of the Word of God on Foundations. This has been Foundations, a look at the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. For study notes, resources and more, see vision.org.au slash foundations. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au. 